Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. The Dancing Mermaid. This story was written by me, and it's based on a story by Hans Christian Andersen. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon, with additional voices from Erica Sanderson. This is part one, the start of the fun. So, with a wink and a grin, let us begin. Hello. The mermaid in this story wanted nothing more than to be like you. She was just missing one thing. And no, I don't mean legs. For a start, legs are two things. More than that, the mermaid had a stunning, shining, powerful fishtail instead of legs, so she didn't miss legs at all. No, what she missed was the most precious element you are made from. Soul, and as you'll soon see, she was ready to do anything to get it. You see, mer people and land people, and in fact all living things, are made from four elements: earth, wind, fire, and water. Earth is the most obvious one; that's what makes you solid and visible. Then there's wind, which lets you think. That's why. When you're upset about something, grown-ups often suggest you take a deep breath and count to ten. All that wind in your body helps you get the best ideas to deal with problems. Fire powers movement. That's why you feel hot after running. Water is what lets you be heard. That's why your tongue gets so wet. That's also why, if someone wants to talk to you from a book, you'll see little drops of water around their words. Take the mermaid in this story. She's already said hello, but you probably didn't realize it was her. However, if we sprinkle those little drops of water, you can hear her dreamy, delightful, enchanting voice. Hello. Mer people are said to have the most beautiful voices in the world, and this mermaid was no exception. But without those drops of water. The mermaid could not have been heard. All life is made from these four elements, but different types of life are made with differing amounts of each element. For example, life with more earth is easier to see, like beech trees and blue whales. Life with hardly any earth is almost invisible, like angels, ghosts, and mermaids. Ah, there she was again, and she's right. Mer people are made with less earth element than land people, which is why land people are never sure whether they've seen a mer person or not. But the voices of mer people are so beautiful because they have more water element, so much that a mer person singing could easily hypnotize a sailor. My sisters say I must be awash with more water than anyone else because I love to talk and sing. Yes, that was the mermaid again. And I don't know about you, but I think her sisters were right. She did love to talk and sing an awful lot, so she probably was made with more water element than anyone else. But I have no soul. Ah, yes, she didn't have soul. 
This was the most precious element of all, found in just one type of creature. Land people. The young mermaid learned about Sol on her tenth birthday. As you might expect, she awoke that day feeling highly excited. But those feelings were fizzier on this birthday than any birthday ever before. You see, she knew this birthday would bring something she had desperately longed for. If I sprinkle some more drops of water, she can explain. On a mermaid's tenth birthday, they take their first swim to the surface to see the world of the land people. I'm the youngest mermaid. My five sisters all turned ten before me, so they've all visited the surface already, and each returned with story upon story about the wonders of the land and the sky. Young land people running along the beaches, boats carrying crews to work and adventure together, birds flying up, 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 and up some more into an infinite expanse of blue that grows darker at night, at which point it becomes beautifully bespeckled with tiny sparkling lights. It sounded amazing. It sounded rich. It sounded exciting. The young man. I can't wait. Excuse me. Who's telling the story here? Honestly, give this mer girl a few drops around her words, and she won't stop. Anyway, as I was saying, the young mermaid couldn't wait to visit the surface for herself. The ocean was beautiful, true. But it's so boring swimming past the same beauty every single day. <sighs> Fine, I'll let her explain some more. Every mer person knows that if you swim up, you reach the top of the sea. The sea has a limit. For those on land, there are no limits. That must be why land people are inspired over and over to build bigger buildings, sail faster boats, and design more wonderful games. Has she stopped? <laughs> yes, you can see from the drops at the end of her words that she's finished, and there are no drops to say she's starting again. She's gone off into a daydream, and she daydreamt all the way up to her tenth birthday. When her sisters excitedly swam to her coral bedroom, saying things like, "It's your turn. Today's the day, darling sister. You're going to have so much fun." They said much more than that, but I can't let them speak too much. Too many drops of water will ruin your speakers. You know that thing about water and electricity not mixing, right? Anyway, then came the visitor the young mermaid was most looking forward to greeting. Her father, the Mer King, he arrived and announced, "My youngest daughter, it is." Before her father could finish, she shot past him with a cry of glee, swooshing her tail back and forth as fast as she could. She had already swum several meters before she thought to look back over her shoulder and call, "Thank you, Daddy." Her sisters raced to catch up with her, laughing as they shared her delight. As she approached the surface of the sea, the young mermaid saw unfamiliar shapes in the ripples. Puffs of white among the blue. Those must be the clouds my sisters mentioned. Creatures that looked like fish with dry scales and hard noses flittering about. Those are probably birds. And something long and dark, like a whale floating on its back. Oh, is that a boat? That was part one of the Dancing Mermaid. 
To find out what the young mermaid discovers when she goes above the surface for the first time, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share the young mermaid's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better. Tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.